0: Episode 208, Do the Next Right Thing. I'm Dr. Molly Ness, host of the End Book Deserts podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Elite Educators, it's Gretchen of Always a Lesson host of the Empowering Educators podcast. My goal here is just to ensure that you stay empowered to hone your craft today, tomorrow, and always. We are losing too many great teachers to other professions, so I'm doing my best to provide guidance and inspiration so that you retain your elite educator status and impact students and colleagues for generations to come. I am so excited to be in your ear today Talking about navigating new, unknown situations, especially during this uncertain time that we find ourselves in due to the coronavirus. I dive into moving forward one step at a time, even when you don't know what that step should be or should look like. So if you're learning or leading virtually right now, this episode is for you. First of all, I hope you and your loved ones are well. If you're suffering, I wish you quick recovery and lots of answers. I am thinking of each and every one of you listening right now, sending you hugs, high fives, and hell yes to get you through. So the rationale for this episode came from a movie. And <laughs> You're going to laugh. Frozen 2 came out recently and my oldest daughter is obsessed with princesses. So this was an obvious obsession from the start. One part of the movie grabbed my attention, but honestly, at the time, I couldn't figure out why, so I just thought nothing of it, and then when my life started changing by the week, by the day, by the hour, this one part of the movie kept coming back to me. If you haven't seen Frozen or Frozen 2, no worries. It's a movie about two sisters. They live in a castle. They lost their parents. And one sister has this special power. She can create ice sculptures, magic, and healing. But in this particular situation, I'm actually not focusing on her, the one, you know, with the magic wand of powers. Well, she actually doesn't have a wand, but you know what I mean. I'm going to focus on the other sister. Her name's Anna. She's the one in the background that no one really sits and admires, but she's the one with the real strength because she uses her background knowledge, skill set, and connection To save the day. She is just like you and I. We are regular people. Facing scary new circumstances. And that's what she did in the movie. And at first. She chased after her sister. Begging her to make the changes. And save the day. And then when they got separated. She realized she had to rely on herself. So I want to ask you. Are you wishing on someone else. To fix your situation right now are you begging for others to take action? It just might be time for you to stop focusing on what they can do and focus on what you can do. So Ana takes some time to strategize and she really had no choice because she was really falling ill and she became quite immobile, which is kind of weirdly familiar, right? When we're forced to stop, to slow down, we are Actually, able to think clearly, we can develop a plan, we can calm our emotions, and then jump right back into motion. So, Anna starts to sing this song, and I don't know the official name of the song, but the phrase that's in the chorus and should probably be the title of the song is Do the Next Right Thing. So, instead of Anna getting overwhelmed by the immensity of the problem that's in front of her, which is finding her sister and then going and saving her community. She eats the elephant one bite at a time. She puts blinders on the whole length of the game board and all the obstacles that are on the way. She just looks at the next space in the game board that's in front of her. And she thinks, how can we move here? How can I get there? What can I do to take action to move forward? And that's what we need to do right now. This coronavirus is changing the way that we educate children. And then whatever other pandemic we may ever face in life, or honestly, any other life-altering situation that just changes our normal forever, it's just never going to be the same. We can either easily freak out about everything that's out of our control and how much further we have to go and all the things that could go wrong and all the different turns we could take And we become immobile and irrational doing that. And this behavior is not productive or helpful. So let's just avoid going there, okay? When we feel those feelings, because we're human and we will, we have to recognize it. Think about, this is a drastic example, but alcoholics or drug addicts or people with obsessive compulsive disorder, whatever, name your thing here. It's not like they are recovering without ever having those past thoughts or urges, they always will have them. They just learn how to recognize when they come and then they use the tools and the strategies to deal with the feelings until those no longer overpower their thoughts and actions. So let's apply the same theory here. When we feel overwhelmed or nervous or stress that's taking over our mind and our body, we need to greet it head on like, hello, and then name it X, Y, Z. You're not welcome here. You don't serve me. You got to go. And then step two is that you got to work through it. So you could say, well, I don't have control over what's happening around me, but I do have control of how I think and how I feel and how I react. And now it's time for action. So then you'll say, I am going to blah, blah, blah. Insert your action step here. So this is a three step system. You acknowledge. You accept and you act. Hey, extra points for alliteration. (laughs) That's going to help you do the next right thing. So Anna focused on one step at a time and not just random haphazard guess and check actions. She was thoughtful and purposeful and strategic. She labeled it right. The next right thing. You make the best decision you can at the time with the knowledge and skills that you have. So don't beat yourself up if down the path you gain insight and then you decide to change direction or tactics. Every moment you take what you have currently and you do your best with that, And you say to yourself, what is the next right thing I can do? So for me, my first domino that put me on this spiral was... That my husband requested the girls and I not to go to any extracurricular activities because he was worried about the spread of the virus. And in my mind, anything extra, in his mind, anything extra was non-essential and it needed to be cut out to cut down on the chance the kids or us got sick. And this was very, very in the beginning. And I was not happy with this request because my kid is super social and she thrives in gymnastics and dance. And I also liked, you know, the breakup in the day to just get out and about. I also like to socialize with other parents. Then the second domino was when the school got canceled. Holy hell. My oldest kid goes to preschool four days a week, eight to noon. And then my youngest goes twice a week for that same chunk of time. And I use that time to work. I support teachers, I work with teacher leaders and many of them in like high touch capacity, like a one-on-one coaching or through a teacher leader mastermind. Plus I'm blogging and podcasting, so I need quiet time to develop content to help serve teachers and teacher leaders. And school being cancelled was a huge storm that blew through my house. not just for me, but the kids' whole routine was shot. They love their teachers, they love learning, they love being with the kids. And I like the quiet house too. Hey, y'all, I just want to take a quick second to let you know, support for this episode is brought to you by PowerSchool. They know teachers go above and beyond for students, but teachers need help too, especially as they're asked to do more every day. And that's why PowerSchool, now with Schoology, combines SIS, LMS, and assessment technology, empowering teachers with more time for what really matters. Visit www.powerschool.com slash timeforteachers to find out how teachers are using technology to unlock student success. PowerSchool, time for teachers. Then the third domino came. My husband got sick. He had this low-grade fever and a slight cough, and normally he'd continue to just keep working or push through, but because of the coronavirus, he freaked out, you know, every little symptom. So he worked from home to be safe, Uh, Then he went and got tested, which he was negative, thank goodness. But as we were waiting for the answers, we decided let's go ahead and quarantine ourselves. He'll be in his office to work during the day and then in our bedroom at night. So that meant I, one, had to keep the kids quiet so he could take work calls and be productive. And this with toddlers is clearly impossible. Two, I had zero help in the evening so that I could take a break maybe um, or complete the work I didn't get done. And then three, I had to sleep and shower and operate out of our guest bedroom. That way I didn't get any close to germs. So my whole routine, like just nothing was the same. There was no happy part of the routine like, oh, this, at least this is the same. There was nothing. And this sounds very privileged. And I acknowledge that, especially because... Everything did come back negative. He still has a job that will help bring in money. and My kids are still learning virtually with their dance and gymnastics and school teachers. But I'm just sharing this domino effect as an illustration of how each one started and it would alter my plan and my path. I would figure it out and then the next domino came. I'm like, okay, we got to turn this direction now. And then the next domino would come. So normalcy as I knew it was just over. Everything was on its head, not just for us, but for everyone. So I know that you know what I'm talking about. So I took Anna's advice and I focused on doing the next right thing. So each domino that came after I screamed and huffed about it, I would create a new schedule and a new plan of attack. And then the next wave would come and hit. And I altered the course again. And yes, I pouted and screamed every time because I'm human and I give myself permission to have a reaction, but then I just don't stay in that negative mindset too long. I I feel it and then I get rid of it. So I learned to fill my day with new things to look forward to. Like we went on bear hunts and chalk walks and had a lot of outdoor playtime and all these other things. And I learned how to work around the house as my kids would play. It was choppy and and imperfect but I made it work. I learned how to appreciate every little thing as more and more was stripped away, but our health remained. Thank goodness. I poured back into my audience, those teachers I serve, in two ways. First, I teamed up with my buddy Amber Harper, of burned-in teacher, and Dana at Happy Teacher Revolution. We put together a free webinar for teachers called From Crisis to Calm. You heard it in the last episode. Uh, I'll link it this that episode in the show notes here in case you want to go back and re-listen. But teachers were struggling to adjust to how to work from home and then how to teach virtually. Two totally different problems all happening at the same time, plus figuring out their new normal of just their family life. And so we were addressing these issues in this powerful webinar. It had raving feedback. It was great. And so together we met teachers where they were in freak out mode of this uncertain time. And then second, I teamed up with my teacher coach besties led by Nicole Turner to create this free PD summit that was all about learning to lead virtually through this crisis. Uh, This also had raving feedback from teacher leaders that were facing the same kind of freak out mode of this uncertain time. They had no guidance on how they were supposed to be helping right now and what their role looked like and how to help teachers improve and how to continue learning and growing remotely for themselves. I'll link that um, professional development summit in the show notes as well. But my action steps were to just stop the pity party of how this was affecting my daily life and instead just show up and serve hard. So I showed up for educators who needed me. I used what I knew as someone who already leads remotely and who has taught remotely for years and then shared my tips and secrets so that others didn't have to figure it out like I did. I mean, we all have something to give right now. We all give back to the collective with a piece of knowledge or talent that we possess. So strategize your action steps. Where do you need to go? What do you need to do? Who needs your help? How can you show up? I mean, kids have zero idea how to hold themselves accountable while at home or how to chunk and schedule their time when they have to share devices with siblings or how to navigate new tech learning tools. Or how to continue learning when parents are working and they have no access to devices? So show up. Meet them where they are. In the middle of their freakout. Walk them through one step on the game board at a time until they can get a breath of air. Uncertain times will come all throughout your life. Whether it's a loss of a job or your income changes or a relationship alters. An influx of students or maybe of have a caseload of negative teachers. Whatever continues to crash against you follow Anna's advice, and then implement the three-part system. So the advice was do the next right thing. And the three-part system is one, acknowledge, two, accept, three, act. So I want you to take time after you're done listening to this episode to gather your thoughts, feel your feelings, and then implement a plan. Don't go rush off into your busy life without putting time and attention here because we are all struggling to find our new normal. This isn't going away anytime soon. And in fact, when things do lighten up and we can return to life as we knew it, it's still not going to be like it was. And that's okay. You are better from and for this experience. So use it to your advantage. Give yourself time to acknowledge everything you're feeling. Name the emotions. Call them out. So that you have control over them and not the other way around. And then decide what's the next right thing for you, your sanity, those you serve. How can you help yourself first? Then how can you help someone else? And when you're ready, enact your plan and get to work. And just repeat this process as often as you need until you start to gain momentum. You feel that weight fall off your shoulders and you start to see progress. You don't have to know how the story ends. You don't have to know every step along the way. It's foggy and unclear in front of you, and your wits and emotions are fleeting. Get still so that you can then get into motion. Being still allows your body, mind, and soul to recoup, take a breather, deal with the crashing waves, and get a handle on what to do. If you've ever been lost in the car, driving somewhere, and you've had to turn off the music, pull over, holler at everyone to be quiet, then you know how important being still is for your brain to function, for your emotions to quiet, and for you to develop a successful plan. Do the next right thing, one step at a time, one decision, followed by another decision, by another, and so on. Acknowledge, accept, act. Got it? We're in this together. This is new to many of us and it's not going away, but there is a way out without killing your spirit or sanity. Only if you're willing to do the work. So I'll ask you, are you willing to do what it takes to gain control? I'm hoping you're ready and that you're willing. And I am right here cheering you on. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on how to navigate new unknown situations by implementing a kick-butt three-part strategy all brought to you by Disney Princess. (laughs) Now go on and be great because you've just been empowered.